Being with you makes us happy as pigs in mud. This is the Midwest Farm Report. Welcome and happy Friday. I'm Charity Seebecker. Happy to be with you this morning. Today will be partly cloudy with a high of 61. Tomorrow will be partly cloudy with a high of 57. And Sunday we can expect mostly sunny weather and 56 degrees. Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist, has more weather details coming your way a little later. We also hear from DNR staff Emily Eel and Quinn Erdman about the hunting and shooting sports program. I'll be highlighting the Opsal Family Century and Sesquicentennial Farm as part of our Farm Salute Friday. And we'll also hear from Jessica Milsna, Focus on Energy Advisor, about an exciting energy project happening in Sparta. Stick around. Ever wonder what deja vu sounds like? Yeah. Something like that, because that's the sound of Dairyland Seed delivering the greatest soybeans in our history again. This year's lineup, led by Dairyland Seed and List E3 Soybeans, brings even better agronomic characteristics, even tougher weed control, and even higher yield potential. And once again, they're proven to outperform the competition in independent head-to-head trials. See the latest soybean performance results at showmethesoybeanyield.com. That's showmethesoybeanyield.com. You know what time it is? It's time for Swine to Shine. National Pork Month is finally here and lasts all October long. Whether you're craving sweet and spicy, stick-to-your-bones, barbecue ribs, sizzling sausage, smoky bacon, juicy pork chops, or just a good old-fashioned honey-glazed ham, it's time to celebrate the goodness of pork all month long. Need a new mouth-watering pork recipe? Discover your next favorite at pork.org. Brought to you by Wisconsin's Pork Producers. Protovate Nutritional Seed Enhancer is an 80-20 talc graphite replacement that provides the critical nutrients corn and soybeans need for early and uniform emergence. Learn more at getgreatergrowth.com. So you've got a lot of young people that are finding the times where they're bored. I'm so bored. Video games don't do it for them. They're tired of sports. Well, guess what? The Great Outdoors provides a lot of exercise and opportunity for young people, really, regardless of age. And we're talking a little bit more about how Wisconsin is trying to stimulate that next generation of hunters as well as anglers to get out there and explore. In studio with us, two of our Wisconsin DNR wardens, agents, uh, staff that are working to try to encourage young people to get engaged in the process in a lot of different ways. Emily Eel is along with us, as is Quinn Erdman. They're both a part of the Hunting and Shooting Sports Program. Let's start out first by just explaining simply what the Hunting and Shooting Sports Program is. Now, I'll be honest with you, Wisconsin 4-H has hunting and shooting sports that might very much mirror what DNR is working for. Emily, tell me a little bit about what this encompasses as far as youth potential activities. Yeah, so the hunting and shooting sports program, the main components of it are just programs that help get people into the outdoors hunting, and then shooting is obviously a Mm -hmm. very related part of hunting, so that's one thing that we focus on too. But the main programs that we focus on are the Learn to Hunt program. We talk a lot about mentored hunting um, along with uh, managing some of the state-owned shooting ranges. There's 11 of them in all different parts of the state. And then just looking to expand on how we offer programming um, to citizens who are interested in getting outdoors. Tell so. me a little about the trends. You know, I've, 
we all kind of lived through the pandemic where a lot of people went away. And then now it's kind of like crazy. Now they're coming back with all these big eyes and, oh, I got to do everything all the time. Tell me about the trends you've you've noticed, Quinn, maybe just in the past year and a half, two years. Yeah, well, during COVID, there definitely was that little bit of resurgence where everyone's like, I got a bunch of extra free time. I want to get outside again. And so we saw a bunch of bunch more licenses sold and increased like hunter participation. Um, it was a lot of that. I can't go into the city. Let's go the other way. Let's get back out into rural areas doing those types of activities. So a lot of people wanted to try hunting and stuff like that. And it's been increasing. And I think now that COVID's kind of died down, we're starting to dwindle out a little bit more again. Why do we think that is? Is it just uh other things now i'm trying everything else i couldn't do during the pandemic what do you think emily and what about the what about the demographics are females getting as excited about that as uh, the fellas yeah so uh we saw a little jump during the pandemic and then some of the social science research that we've seen in the past decade or so um having enough time is one of the biggest things that people cite is why they are not hunting anymore or why they're not interested in getting into hunting. So whether it's sports or um, work or just any of the other things that come with our <laughs> crazy lives, uh, hunting takes time. And I think that's that's one of the positive things about it, too, is that being outside in nature. But there's a lot of draws on our free time nowadays um, women are actually one of the only demographics of hunters that's actually on the rise and not declining. So um, we've seen it increase, I think, over the last 50 years from like 5%. It's gone up to uh, 10 or 11% by 2011. And then I think we've seen even a couple more percentage point increase. Are they doing everything? Are they... Is it just gun deer? Is it archery? Is it fishing? Are they kind of picking segments? It's kind of everything. So fishing, a lot of women's, um, there's a big rise there too. I don't know as many of the details on the fishing side, but um, I know archery has been really blowing up with interest lately in particular. So that's something that we've kept our eye on and we are expanding our archery programs on our team too. Um, looking to do more archery, learn to hunts. But yeah, I'd say it's kind of everything. Um, big game hunting is definitely popular. So mm. people like to get out there and experience the Wisconsin deer culture. Sure. Well, we'll let uh, Bob and Randy Johnson talk <laughs> about those things. Let's keep focused on what's going on right here. Again, if you're just joining us, Emily Eel and Quinn Erdman are the hunting and shooting sports program leaders. And we're talking with them about DNR programs to try to make it easy, really, to engage in the process. So let's talk about this. How easy is it for people to get started? Let's begin with the hunting side of things. Uh, so and you know how this goes. So I've got a 12-year-old boy that's super excited, really wants to get out there. Grandpa told me about it, but Grandpa's non-ambulatory, can't go now. Dad, 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 mom, mom, mom. So how do you bridge, how do you, how do you capitalize on that enthusiasm when dad can't do it, mom can't do it? Are there programs? Are there partnerships? What's out there, Emily, to help get that 12-year-old's mm -hmm. energy into the woods? Yeah, so we try to offer a variety of different options just to meet people where they're at. So... Um, one of the biggest programs that Quinn and I manage in the hunting and shooting sports program is Learn to Hunt. So that program, we partner with a lot of different conservation organizations around the state, um, like the National Wild Turkey Federation, Pheasants Forever, um, a whole variety. 
And a lot of the times, chapters of those will decide they want to lead a learn to hunt. And so they'll get their group together, and um, there's some paperwork involved. So we kind of work with them to get that all filed. But with learn to hunt, um, you can ask for options to hunt outside of the regular season just because time is limited and we want people to be able to use, you know, to hunt during their own seasons too. Um, And then they can also ask for waivers to things that might be a barrier for people new to hunting, whether it's like navigating the license purchase process or getting through hunter safety. Obviously, we want everybody to be safe, um, but that's sometimes it can be hard to find hunter safety classes. Um, And then uh, from and then we can also allow waivers for things like sex restrictions so waterfowl hunting is a good example where sometimes it's it's really hard to identify the type of ducks on the wing so mm. if you shoot us you know one more than you're allowed we can allow for that with the biologist's approval um what am i missing quinn uh, i think that the other thing is when you sign up for these learn to hunts you should know that the people that you're with are all experienced hunters. We have certain requirements. If you're going to mentor somebody, um, you have to pass a background check for us so you know that you're getting a safe mentor and then they also uh, have years of experience hunting this animal. Um, So you're not just going with some Joe Schmo that's like, oh, yeah, I'll teach someone how to hunt, and they don't actually know how to do it. You're going with someone that's experienced. Um, And then you also aren't just coming to that class and they're not just putting you in a tree stand. You're going there, we have requirements on a classroom portion, so you have to learn the biology and how you can actually do it yourself when you're not a part of this class. You're not just showing up to a guided hunt where they're going to sit you in a tree stand and that's it, pull the trigger, here's a deer, now we're done. No, it's it's a full experience where you show up, you get that classroom portion, you meet with your mentor, all of the hunts have to be one-on-one, so you're not thrown into a crowd of people at pretty much all the ones that I've been a part of. Everyone is like, I feel like I got special treatment. I don't mm-hmm. know how I'm allowed well, to do this. And, right. but you are, you, that's, that's what the point of this entire program is. So the best thing to do is really go to that website and find out what fits your desires and what fits your geography. It is all online at go wild.wi.gov. Emily Eel and Quinn Erdman in studio with us talking about the hunting and shooting program sports programs you might have been otherwise unaware of, but they're trying to get the word out there and get more and more people into Wisconsin's great outdoors. Again, go wild.wi.gov. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Your healthcare journey in a hospital system can give you the heebie-jeebies. From navigating the parking garage to sitting in the crowded waiting room worrying about the results and cost. MH Imaging in Middleton performs MRIs, CTs, X-rays, and ultrasounds for a fraction of the cost of a medical system. And parking is just a few steps away. Results are available the same day, providing you with answers you need to know now. Visit MHImaging.com. This is Matt Gunderson, and this is Elmer, our canine cuddle ambassador, here to provide good-natured, loving, fuzzy support to further our level of personal care. Someday you might meet Elmer as we assist you with an individual life celebration. Let our family help your family. 
Visit GundersonFH.com. Over 100 years as your hometown life celebration center. Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store, is your family. Goodman's Jewelers. Sweet Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore. There's no curling, it won't blow off, and you won't find granules in your gutters. It's one and done. It is the last roof you'll ever need. I'm Mike. And Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweet Metal Roof. S-W-I-T-A MetalRoofing.com Sweet Metal Roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. An industry that feeds the world is definitely an industry worth talking about. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome back, everybody, on a Friday morning. I'm Charity Seebecker, happy to be with you, and it's time for your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Ag meteorologist Stu Muck is joining us. Stu, I think it's safe to say that the fall weather is here to stay now, huh? It kind of seems that way, Charity, but you know, it's not all that bad either. For most of us, we'll be in the low 60s yet today, and that, believe it or not, is a little above normal. Our normals, 58 at Madison, 60 at La Crosse, everybody else in that upper 50 range. So, you know, we talk about 60 or so, that's a little above normal, sounds very fine, and there will be a couple of small rain chances, well, at least one more small rain chance into the weekend. Shouldn't spoil too many plans at all. And I do anticipate temperatures staying in that normal range, even on toward early next week. Now, I did see some extended forecast guidance this morning into early November that indicates pretty much average precipitation all around Wisconsin. So, you know, there'll be some rain now. And again, it's just not going to be all that heavy. No major storm. We're not going to get flooded out. But it also indicates our temperatures could trend to be just a little cooler than normal. So the last week of October into early November, we very well could be just a little cooler than normal. Even then, I still expect in the low 50s for highs. So nothing major problems problematic happening with that cooler air. We back up a little bit, talking about some rain, little light rain that did fly through yesterday. Really didn't amount to much. I saw a tenth of an inch at Fond du Lac. I see Jackson down in Washington County, 19 hundredths of an inch. The Sheboygan County Airport, 42 hundredths of an inch yesterday afternoon, all after 3 o'clock. So it came down heavier in the eastern part of the state. That rain has pulled away. The cool front is dropping down through eastern and southern Wisconsin. There is a little precipitation, though, still lingering and pulling away from eastern Wisconsin, oh, up toward Escanaba, north of Marinette, up into the UP right now. Otherwise, a dry day should be in store for Wisconsin, but another weak system does edge in, and a weak front zips through a small chance of a shower late tonight. And in eastern Wisconsin, it may linger into the morning hours of Saturday, but should be some pretty light rain, a tenth of an inch or less, not a big deal. But that front clears on through, and it does cool the temperatures just a few degrees for Saturday, and as skies clear out, 
I think we could talk about a little frost possibility again for early Sunday morning. If you still got some flowers out you want to take care of, Saturday night, probably a night to cover them up just to be safe. Could be kind of frosty for Sunday morning. Those temperatures do warm a little as we head into Monday, but there may be just a bit of a rain chance. Another round of some light rain could try to edge in maybe as early as late, late Sunday night or more likely just into the day Monday, a little scattered shower activity could be seen. Shouldn't amount to a big deal. I don't expect we're going to get washed out, but a little more light rain around just to start us on into next week as well. I'll have those forecast details right after this. Do you know what time it is? It's National Pork Month. And while you're celebrating by enjoying a big plate of ribs or crispy bacon, be sure to raise a glass to the dedicated pig farmers who make that tasty food possible. They care a lot about producing quality pork products for you to enjoy. These farmers are equally passionate about raising animals the right way with a commitment to ethical, sustainable, and responsible practices. Be sure to learn more at porkcares.org. Brought to you by Wisconsin's Pork Producers. Celebrate our century and sesquicentennial farms across Wisconsin. There is a growing list of farms that have been family owned or operated for over 100 or 150 years. You can find out about them all year long thanks to our friends at Compere Financial. Meet the families, hear their stories, and take a trip down memory lane by logging onto MidwestFarmReport.com. New farms are featured each Friday on our morning show. Celebrate century and sesquicentennial farms with the Midwest Farm Report. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Welcome back, everybody. It's Charity here with Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck. Stu, how about our weather forecast for today? Well, it does sound very fine on this Friday. Our Compere Financial Ag Weather Forecast for a mostly sunny day. A few very upper 50s, a lot of 60-degree readings. Could be at 63 or 4 at La Crosse, warmest in the west. And the northwest winds will be around 5 to 15. Overnight, clouds increase. A small chance of a little scattered rain shower developing first in western Wisconsin, then in the east by quite, quite late tonight. I expect overnight lows in the mid-40s. Northwest winds become south about 5 to 10. Saturday, partly sunny, still a fine day, maybe a little rain lingering in eastern Wisconsin through Saturday morning. Otherwise, our daytime high in the mid-50s, maybe an upper 50, 57 or 58 at La Crosse. Northwest winds 5 to 15, could be gusty, some gusts even close to 30 on Saturday. And then Sunday, a little frost early, and otherwise a nice sunny day. Mid-50s, the best we'll see could be low 50s in the east. The north wind's about 5. And like I said, Charity, maybe a little scattered shower chance into Monday. And I'd still expect upper 50s for highs, so about normal or a little above. Doesn't sound too bad temperature-wise, not overly cold, but a little frosty Sunday morning, too, to keep in mind. So that frost, you don't think it's going to have too much of an impact on the crops at all, right? No, just a little frostiness. So you got some flowers you want to protect for a little while longer. Cover them up Saturday night and you'll be in good shape. Perfect. That was Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist, joining us for your Compere Financial Ag Weather Update. Compere Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. 
You can visit comphere.com to learn more. Once again, that is comphere.com. Stick around as we've got more agriculture news coming your way in just a little bit. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Hi, I'm Julie Bowen for the March of Dimes, asking you to help save premature babies. As a mother of three healthy boys, it makes me sad to think that more than a million babies around the world die every year because they're born too soon, and that our country has one of the highest rates of infant death of any developed country. Let's work together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchOfDimes.com to find out how you can make a difference in your community and around the world. You can't change the price of gas or groceries, but you can change the amount of your energy bill. Benjamin Plumbing is now a certified dealer of Renai tankless water heaters. The number one tankless water heater in North America. They're up to 40% more energy efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art, energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Save money with endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age-related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. The nightmare of working with some contractors is much like being on a bad date. They totally wreck your bathroom, swindle you out of a ton of money, then disappear into the dark of night. Swipe left. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company who completes the job as promised, is cost-conscious, then leaves you with a sweet thank you note. Swipe right, and let's get the conversation started with a free consultation. Actuate, LLC. 
Com. Design, create, actuate. Are you a non-union construction tradesperson proud of what you do? Did you know you're worth so much more than what you're bringing home today? Put the power of Lyuna Union Labor to work for you. When you join Lyuna, you get the pay you deserve, plus pension and health care benefits above and beyond your compensation. That's zero deductions for pension and health care benefits with Lyuna because you're worth it. Learn more at liunawisconsin.org slash join. You know when you've really made it? When you finally have your own place and you can decorate it the way you want. Your Aunt Betty used to sleep on that old couch. It's time to turn drab into fab with lazy luxury from Lazy Boy Furnishings and Decor. That chair, it belonged to the dog. Time to start styling. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Madison, East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. At Berkshire Automotive, we have a non-commissioned sales team, which is a polite way to say we don't really care whether you buy a practical Equinox, the rugged Silverado, or the speedy new Corvette. You've been told no before? Join the Bergstrom Automotive family for the yes. At Bergstrom Automotive, we teach our people to take no out of the vocabulary. Is no in your vocabulary? Uh, no. No isn't a thing at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the Bergstrom Automotive family for the yes. Join the Bergstrom Automotive family. They lose to Denver and they can't put up like 30 points. This is going to be a long winter. But the other day I, I pulled up Jordan Love stats. And if you look at his QBR, his um, his quarterback rating, his passer rating, his pass yards, Pretty much everything has him like the 20th to 25th best quarterback, depending on what stat you look at. It's it's actually pretty wild that it's all in that range outside of completion percentage where he is basically dead last for starting quarterbacks. Are you at all worried from what you've seen now as it seems like he has kind of regressed a bit here the last couple of weeks? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I, I, think, I think that's more than fair. Uh, Nelly, you know, after two games, this passer rating bordered on 120. It was 118.8, I want to say, six touchdowns, no picks in those first two games. And you're thinking to yourself, yep, you know, he, he has a really good chance to be the next guy. I even wrote a story. I talked to a few people around the NFL who were of the mindset at that time, Nelly, that the sooner Green Bay got him locked up to a contract, the better, because every week, that Jordan Love kept playing football, their belief was he was going to make himself more and more money. Well, now you look at the last three games, right? Here, here's his passer rating the last three games. 66.5 against New Orleans, roughly 70 against Detroit, and 32 Ooh. against Las Vegas, right? And, and in the last three games, guys, two touchdowns, six interceptions. I mean, it, it's been bad, and, and you're right, Nelly. Um you know, all these stats put him somewhere in that bottom third, roughly, of the league. And um, we understood there would be growing pains. He was not left the same type of talent that Aaron Rodgers was left when Aaron Rodgers took over in, in 2008. We've talked about that before. Aaron Rodgers had an all-star cast of, of pass catchers. Right now, Jordan Love doesn't have that. You know, he's, he's got a bunch of young guys playing wide receiver and tight end and his most experienced, his most dynamic offensive weapon, Aaron Jones, has really pretty much just given him one football game, week one against week one against Chicago. So, I, I, again, that that's why I think you'll probably see a different offense and you'll see a little bit different of a Jordan Love um, come Sunday, Nelly, when, when he's got his full complement of, of players back around him. Again, if they struggle, if the offense struggles, if Love struggles, 
boy, you, you look over the next 11 games, and I don't think any of us thought that this was going to be a team that won two playoff games or anything like that. But you look over the, the, the remainder of the games, that if they can't get it done Sunday, you start to think it, it could be a long couple of months in Green Bay. Hey, Rob, uh, Joe Barry had mentioned champagne problems with Eric Stokes coming back. So dumb. So dumb, Rob. Champagne problems. Are we popping champagne over this defense? Are we? Popping champagne over this defense? Oh, but, 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 you know, what is crazy, you know, is, you know, when you have champagne showers, when, when, when you do, uh, you know, when, when you do break it down and, and look at the problems on this roster, you know, and, and on this football team right now, is, is they're two and three, having lost three of the last four. You know, J- Joe Barry probably ranks right now somewhere around 10th or something in, in, in problems. And, and I know he's <laughs> public enemy number one to most of Packer Nation. But when, when we start to look at the problems on this football like team, it, it, it doesn't start and end with Joe Barry like a lot of a. A lot of people believed that it did when when the season began, Evo. Who is um, who's the fall guy, Rob? Like, let's say it keeps going south. At the end of the season, who's the fall guy? If Joe Barry's tenth on the list of problems right now, is he still the fall guy? Could be. I mean, again, we're only a third of the way through the season. It could be Adam Stenovich, the offensive coordinator. I mean, we're learning more and more week to week. You know that that again. Maybe Matt Lafleur is not the long term guy in Green yeah. Bay. Well, Matt Lafleur is not going to fire himself. He's absolutely not, but, um, you know, and, and I do think he's safe after this season ends. Uh, Evo, no. Same, again, same. Enough, so do I. Unless same. maybe they're 3-14 or something and have a Bears-like losing streak um, that, that, that is on the horizon. I, I don't foresee that happening. I think there's, there's more than enough talent on this team for them to end up in the 500 range, and Matt's probably safe. But what would happen, Evo? We'd, we'd come into 2024. Matt would pick a. There's no doubt, Evo. Matt would pick a fall guy or two along the way. We 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 would see how the defense plays itself out. Joe Barry's the obvious candidate. You know, if they fall to 20th in scoring and 22nd in total yards or or something like that. They might go a different look at offensive coordinator. I don't think Adam Senovich has wowed anybody with the performance he's had in his couple of years, um, you know, allegedly running the offense. Being with you makes us happy as pigs in mud. This is the Midwest Farm Report. Welcome back. I'm Charity Seebecker. Happy to be with you this Friday morning. What an honor it is to be recognizing farms and homesteads that have been in the same family for more than 100 or 150 years. One of the farms getting recognized is the Opsel family farm. I talked with Deanna Opsel about her family's farm heritage and the memories made on the farm. My father-in-law and mother-in-law, Boyd and Sabella Opsel, moved to the farm in 1949. They were renting from a cousin, Forrest Opsel, on a 50-50 basis. It was Forrest's dream to establish a registered Holstein herd, and we wanted to improve the farm. It had gotten pretty run down. So Forrest's goal was to get someone out to the farm who would work hard at improving the farm, working with the cows, developing it. And my father-in-law at the time had a gas route, grew up on a 
farm, swore he would never be a farmer, ever. And he was truly our matriarch. He and his wife worked very, very hard to improve the farm, to develop it, worked with the cows. For a short time, they had some hogs. My mother-in-law always had chickens. As time progressed, we grew to genetics became an important part. Um, My husband was very interested in developing the dairy herd. He spawned the love for the Holstein cow. My father-in-law could kind of hey, I need that milk check every month, but I really don't love the cows. He liked being in the tractor in the field. So for a long time, we had a great combination of the cow man and the field man. And then when our children came along, the herd and the cows became more and more important. Genetics became a very important goal, and that was fostered by them, and it grew to Troy's children. So Troy was the one one of my children who stayed with the farm and is working it today. What were those first years like? Maybe stories that you've heard of how it was during the wars, Great Depression, fire, or any key things that affected the farm in time to getting it when it started to now? I would say that probably the farm was affected by those very lean years to become in a rundown state. And it took my father-in-law and mother-in-law working very hard and having a dream, having a goal, and also having the landlord who worked with them and wanted it to to change and become a little bit more of a a little bit more of a show place because we were close to the village of Mount Horb, wanted it to look nice, wanted to be it to be recognized, and that was my father-in-law and mother-in-law's dream too. So they actually purchased the farm in the mid-1960s when my husband and I said, okay, I guess we'll stay on the farm. I grew up a farmer's daughter, and this is not the life for me. But lo and behold, I've been there for 58 years. So the progress, you know, we added an addition to the dairy barn. We built silos. We kind of tried to progress with the times so many, many new buildings and additions on the farm all needed. Um, Troy's lucky that his son Joey has taken an interest to help out. So I guess the one thing that I have seen the most of is just the hard work, the progression, the difficulty in trying to keep things going. I, I'm proud of the success that we've had with our genetics, with our registered Holstein cattle, and now grandson Joey is working on the brown swiss part of it too so we've grown a little bit and changed our philosophies have definitely changed and we still go remember when my grandchildren were very lucky that they had their great grandparents right next door and shared stories with them we used to do this we used to have to do that so i think that they have a unique knowledge of how we have progressed and changed and have developed a pride in what we do, where we've been, and where we hope to go. Deanna Opsall shares the story of her family farm in Dane County. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compure Financial.
Focus on your farm in 2023 with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy can identify energy efficiency upgrades on your farm, helping you save money on your utility bills for years to come. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 800-762-7077 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers save since 2001. You'd never settle for underperformance. You'd never settle for less than maximum yield. You'd never settle for gaps in the stand. So why settle for anything less than DeKalb corn? DeKalb seed is for those who make outstanding performance a priority with a broad portfolio of products spread to maximize profit potential on every field. DeKalb brand corn, never settle. Visit DeKalb.com. Read and follow pesticide label directions, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Welcome back. I'm Charity Sievecker. Happy to be with you this Friday morning. Let's take a look at our markets from Chicago. Cash corn is trading at 506 and three quarters, up one and three quarters. November soybeans are trading at 1312 and a half, down three cents. December wheat is trading at 597 and a quarter, up three and a quarter cents. And March 24 wheat is trading at 622 and a half, up two and three quarters. November Class 3 milk contract is trading at 18.52, up 6 cents. Barrel cheese closed yesterday at 170. 40 pound block cheese closed at 181 and a quarter. And the double A butter closed at 339 and three quarters. Coming up, Jessica Milsona, Focus on Energy Advisor, joins us to talk about an exciting energy project that's happening. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Legacy Exteriors, just pick up the phone and let us leave a legacy on your home. Roofing, windows, gutters, siding, and decks, can Legacy do it? You bet. Better prices, better warranties. Legacy always makes it easy. Go to Legacy-Exteriors.com. Legacy Exteriors, just pick up the phone and let us leave a legacy on your home. You know when you've really made it? When you finally have your own place and you can decorate it the way you want. Your Aunt Betty used to sleep on that old couch. It's time to turn drab into fab with lazy luxury from Lazy Boy Furnishings and Decor. That chair, it belonged to the dog. Time to start styling. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Madison, East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. Have you ever had an MRI through the hospital where you're crunched inside a scary tube-like tunnel? MH Imaging in Middleton provides the spacious comfort of a completely open design MRI, the most updated concept in MRIs. It's an open MRI, open for everyone, regardless of insurance or doctor affiliation, for a fraction of the cost of a medical system. And the results are available the same day, providing you with answers you need to know now. Visit MHImaging.com. 
sows, cows, plows. Heck, anything connected to farming's on the menu here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Time to catch up with our friends from Focus on Energy. Remember, that program is available to basically anybody across the state of Wisconsin, so long as your utility is partnering with our friends at Focus on Energy. You can find more details and get up to speed. All you need to do is go to focusonenergy.com, or you can always pick up the phone and give one of your energy advisors a call. you got questions, wondering about resources, 800 762 7077. That's 800 762 7077. Back along with us, one of our energy advisors that we work with out in the country, Jessica Milsna, is an energy advisor. You know, just a lot of times, Justin and I talk quite frequently about focus on energy projects, but we don't necessarily share them a lot on the air. You've got a really cool project that's underway at Sparta in Sparta that really started with a partnership all about focus on energy. Tell me how this got started, who we're talking about. Yeah, so Sparta Floral and Greenhouses, again, right here in Sparta, Sparta, Wisconsin, or right near me, um, They, I probably started working with them, I want to say, just a little over a year ago last summer as they were getting this project underway. Um, their greenhouse equipment supplier reached out to me and said, hey, you know, they're doing this. Um, they'd worked with us a little bit in the past on some retrofits with their existing structures, but this was a brand new, brand new build for them. And that's uh, not only a good news story for the community, but partnering with Focus on Energy early in that project really helped them guide their way through the project in energy savings. Tell me a little bit about what happened after you were introduced to them, found out about the scope of project. How did it go? Yeah, so from there on, once I kind of got the scope and what they were doing, we figured out, you know, what would qualify um, for incentives as far as equipment. And then I got the right information from them and kind of started digging into the energy calcs and energy savings, Um, you know, got everything pre-approved that needed to be pre-approved. And then once everything was installed, we just kind of wrapped it all up at the end and caught anything else that could go um, prescriptively at the end. Yeah. Jess Mills, uh, along with us, one of our Focus on Energy Advisors, we're talking about Sparta Floral and Greenhouse. The Solberg family have been in that business since 1945, decided they needed to expand. They wanted to add on an 11,000-foot brand new structure, and that's when Jess stepped in. You know, we don't talk often about the greenhouse industries in Wisconsin, Jess, but boy, they are excellent examples of multiple ways that Focus on Energy can intervene for savings. Tell them a little bit about the main areas where you found tremendous savings for the Solberg family. Yeah, um, greenhouses take, you know, they obviously use a lot of energy because they're so climate controlled. So that was one of the things that they were able to get some money back on was their new climate control um, system. It's all automated for them. So there's temperature sensors, humidity sensors, and then it also controls their HVAC systems. So um, that was a big one, a big energy saver there. And then also they added a thermal curtain that goes over the plants in the greenhouse that prevents the excess heat from escaping um, in the winter or during cloudy days. And then also can, they can control them to bring cooler air in, on, in the mornings and then you know, on those warmer days as well. I've got to believe, I know, I know there's a lot of farmers listening that have partnered with Focus on Energy, but boy, you look at the expense per square foot of a greenhouse. That, that's some prime investment there 
what you know they're in Wisconsin trying to be a greenhouse. What were their heating bills like? Did you get a wild idea there before you started, Jess? They were actually looking at, and keep in mind, this is they were at half the half the footprint as far as their layout. Um, they were paying as high as twenty thousand dollars in some of their monthly heating bills Ooh. during the winter. Yike! Yike! That that makes you stop right there, doesn't it? Um, now, and they are educated folks. Uh, it's not like they came to focus on energy completely unaware. Like you said, you worked with them before, and they've also been kind of adapting as technology has come along, right? Different fuels, different different management styles. They, they're eager learn, learners about this. Absolutely. Um, Paul and Eric were both, you know, obviously they've been in the business for many, many years. Their family has. Um, so they were very knowledgeable about all the different, you know, efficiencies and technology that was out there. Um, so they were great to work with. They had all the right information for me up front, Um and as far as, you know, come, going back and forth, sometimes I would need a little detail, a little number here on the calcs. Um, and, yeah, they were just great to work with overall. So let, did, you, did Focus on Energy help steer any of the project? What I mean by that is, obviously, the Solbergs knew what they wanted in the end as far as uh, square foot space, uh, you know, the facility needed to respond to some of their needs. Did Focus on Energy and your calculations, evaluations, Jessica, help them to either steer in one direction as far as technology or maybe abandon an idea that they found out was just awfully expensive energy-wise? Sure. Um, Yeah, they were, you know, they presented me with all of their plans. So I was able to look at, um, you know, one good example would be like their HVAC systems, their boilers, heaters, etc. I was able to let them know, um, you know, which heaters would qualify and which wouldn't. So that kind of helped them to um, you know, maybe pick equipment in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Now, like you said, uh, again, Jessica Mills, now along with us, she's one of the Focus on Energy Advisors that's thrilled to partner with any of you that have either a brand new project like uh, the Sparta Floral folks, or if you're looking at uh, some renovation, they are happy to be involved in that process. But I think the key here, especially on a project like this, which is a little bit more complicated, is getting those Focus on Energy Advisors in advance before you even start breaking ground so that you're making the most of their services. Did you ever sit down and just take a look back then on the overall savings, either by practice or overall project for them, Jessica? Yeah, so we were able to, um, you know, we kind of had to estimate they haven't been in in this new facility for a year quite yet. So they've only been in it about maybe six months. Um, But their estimated yearly savings would be 194 kilowatt hours but then the big savings that they'll be looking at is their natural gas. So 12, just over 12,000 therms a year is what they'll be estimating and saving. Number-wise or dollar-wise, I should say, that comes out to about a little over $9,000 on their bill. Yeah. So that's, that's some good savings. Well, yeah, and, you know, the other thing that I find interesting is uh, their ener- energy consumption per se uh, in certain areas may not have changed compared to a year ago, but they're looking at what? 20,000 square foot more of their retail space and that that they're using. So that new space is coming essentially with no additional cost as far as energy. Yeah, that's what Paul was telling us when we were there touring it a few weeks ago. And that's huge, you know, that they basically, you know, they doubled their square footage, their footprint, um, and their bills really didn't change. So that really says something about 
that efficient equipment and how much of a difference it makes. Now, I know you've been doing this for a while, Jessica. Uh, wonderful to know that the Solbergs at Sparta Floral and Greenhouse were so forthcoming and so uh, quick to engage you in the process. Uh, the contractors obviously are aware of the benefit of bringing focus on energy in as well, especially on specialized projects like this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the earlier the better to bring us in, keep us, and then keep us informed as the project is, you know, moving along. We just want to make sure that everything's getting pre-approved on time before anything's ordered. If there are pre-approvals that are required along the way, um, if anything changes, that way we know. Um, we just don't want to miss anything on the tail end and then, you know, them not be able to get their maximum incentive later on. Well, and you you do it all. We were Jessica and I were talking before we started this conversation. She's uh, got a four-month-old. You, did, you had started this before your maternity leave, but I'll bet money you were still kind of engaged in the process because you consider these projects your own. Oh, absolutely. It was, you know, leaving for three months um, on maternity leave. It's kind of, you know, you leave a lot of projects for, you know, somebody else to kind of keep going or finish up. So I was, it was definitely nice to be able to go back a few weeks ago and, you know, see how everything turned out. I did, like I said, I did, was able to get it submitted for payment before I left, which was nice. (laughs) She does all the work and they do all the work. Our focus on energy advisors, Jessica Mills, now one of those that covers the state of Wisconsin. And listen, doesn't matter if it's a greenhouse, if it's a dairy barn, if it's a heifer shed, if it's a machine shed, maybe you're looking at a new shop, whatever you're thinking about now, Focus on Energy should be involved in the conversation. Make sure contractors you're working with are aware of Focus on Energy. If they are not, one of the best ways to get more information and get them started down the path is jumping online, focusonenergy.com. There's a map there that will show you where all of our energy advisors are located across the state, and they are statewide. You can also pick up the phone and give them a call to start the process, 800 762 7077. That's 800-762-7077. I'm guessing, Jessica, if there's somebody listening out there that has similar projects in mind, like the Solbergs at Sparta Flora and Greenhouse, they sound like the kind of folks that would like to show off what you helped them uh, accomplish. Yeah, um, I'm sure they'd definitely be open. They have a great retail center, by the way, if you know, you're looking to do some shopping, Christmas <laughs> shopping too. So sure. it'd be a great place to visit if you want to see that technology and just you know how yeah. their business has grown. Love to tell that story. Love to tell that story. Like we said, we talked so much about the services that Focus on Energy uh, assists with, but it's really nice to be able to talk about a project from beginning to end that found value in Focus on Energy as a partner. Like we said, congratulations to the Solbergs in Sparta, owners and operators of Sparta Floral and Greenhouse, a true partner of Focus on Energy. Find out more and get involved in the process before you break ground. Focusonenergy.com or call 800-762-7077. Jessica Milsna along with us on behalf of Focus on Energy. I'm Pam Yankee. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.